listening to the Strange Fruit Podcast, where we discuss topics that deal with black lives on a day-to-day basis. You know the things that you want to say, but you can't say? Well, that's what we're here for. Be sure to check out our Facebook page, the Strange Fruit Podcast Facebook page. All right, all right. This is Nikki Brooks, and welcome to TSFP, the Strange Fruit Podcast. I'm Nikki Brooks, joined with my co-host. Adrian Neely. And Bishop Green. And this is somewhat of a holiday edition, right? Hey, happy Thanksgiving to all the listeners. Happy Turkey Days for you guys. Happy quarantine. Hey. <laughs> Please quarantine. Please quarantine. Don't Please don't kill grandma all this week. Quarantine. Don't kill grandpa this week. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, let's let's get through this. I know Texas is uh whoo, we so surviving right now in Texas, you know. Uh West Texas is on fire. I can tell you that. Where- Texas on fire. Yeah, we got the mobile morgues rolling out out here now. We got mobile morgues. Wow. It, it's not just El Paso anymore. No, it's Midland, Odessa. We got mobile morgues now. FEMA tents is rolling in tonight. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, yeah, when the mayor says we're not going to mandate masks no matter what, and oh. now Gov- Governor Abbott is saying, no, we're gonna, we're, you know, we're gonna make make sure that there's a mandate there, fifty percent uh, less uh, occupancy in these bars and such. And then the mayor doubles down today and said, eh, "I don't have enough cops to enforce this, so no." Wow. So we're 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 pretty much at a civil standoff, and I'm not gonna be shocked. If FBI and whatever other government agency, federal agency comes into town, I won't be the least shocked. Because one thing these West Texan people are going to find out is that, yeah, you're strong and you're stubborn, but you aren't the entire country. You know, so, you know, but yeah, that's kind of how it is. Yeah. But anyway, Nikki, you got some. You got some details uh, on this Croons situation, and, yeah. and uh, I know we briefly discussed it. And I hate to, you know, start a holiday podcast off, but man, please, being black never rests. You know, it never ceases. Well, being black never ceases. You know, we have to. I just left. Uh, my son was driving me around this uh, evening. We ran to Home Depot, Office Depot, and uh, Michael's, a couple few places, and. We were in the uh, Home Depot parking lot, and he was going to take a right, like, down the aisle, and he was like, oh, it's a police officer. And then he kind of kept going, and I, I was going to say something, because I'm like, you know, I ain't got to be, avoid the police. That's what, you know, I, I started to say, um, mm-hmm. you know, but I didn't say anything. I let it ride. He's a new, he's really um 
you know, kind of a new driver. He just got his license this summer. So, and he's been off at school, so he hasn't had a ton of time to practice. So it's like, you know, we're kind of making him drive us everywhere so he can get all his practice in and stuff. And um, he's getting close to getting a new car. So he's, you know, we're trying to, you know, qualify that. And um, then I come home and I see this story about Angelo Crooms and um, Angelo Crooms and Sincere Pierce out of uh, Brevard County um, in Florida. Angelo Crooms was 16. He was driving a vehicle. 18-year-old Sincere Pierce was the passenger. They left their home at like 10.31 in the morning. And at 10.33, they were shot dead by police officers. And what you see on the dash cam of about about 56, I want to say this cam is about, um, it's less than a minute. It's like 58 seconds of video camera from the sheriff's uh, office. And so they're in a residential area. And you see the cops are trailing. Uh, one cop is turns onto a street, literally, to trail behind that vehicle. The vehicle stops at the stop sign. Um, and I'm I'm literally narrating this as the video goes right now. This is how quick it is. Vehicle stops at the stop sign, mm-hmm. turns left, goes into the first driveway to turn around. The sheriff's deputy stops and jumps out. There are no lights. There's nothing. The second sheriff deputy jumps out as well. So now the young man is in the car. The, the window tent is dark black looks like it's a Volkswagen Jetta or something like that he's trying to align the vehicle looks like uh with the mailbox this deputy steps to the left and starts shooting into the vehicle like seven or eight times and the car accelerates like soon as he shoots like both of the kids were shot dead and actually were buried I believe yesterday Benjamin Crump is on um I know one was buried yesterday in Shiloh Crumps I mean I'm sorry maybe just this week today is Monday he was buried on Saturday. And watching okay. the encounter was like, wow. Because, um, number one, again, it put it, for me, it just came back into a sobering context for my own children and, you know, for, for my own son. My, my, my oldest son is an introvert who wears hoodies, who, you know, is a very much a planner, overly cautious, but who also can have high anxiety. You know, when he was in seventh grade, he played basketball. He got like most improved player. And I remember like everybody wanted him to make a point in a game because it was like everybody had had points except him. And so it was like too much pressure for him. It was like, I mean, he was like, oh, you know, like everybody's like looking at him. Everybody's like, come on in, come on. It was like, that was a lot in my, and, and, he thrives off of things being, um, you know, he just like anybody else can thrive off of things being predictable, planning. Um, you know, when you put that pressure to rush on on him, uh, you're not you're not gonna get his best at that time. You know, because he is a planner, he is, um, you know, it, it is just part of his personality. So to see that um, as a parent, I mean, that kind of just I mean, I already, you know, we already know, but I think I, the wind is knocked out of my sails just a tad bit. I wouldn't say the wind is knocked out of my sails, but I came down a notch, like, think soberly, you know, don't <laughs> think mm. soberly and think think about what all the things that your children see 
uh, they're actually seeing more than what we saw because we only could see what was around oh, yeah. us. They're seeing more than what we saw. So what they're seeing and what they're experiencing and their classmates are experiencing, that is a truth to them. And I don't have sufficient enough evidence to pretend that something would be an anomaly. You know, um, it definitely makes me think differently about the culture. And I honestly don't even know, at least uh, right now at this time, what is this? Uh, this is Tuesday, November 24th at 8.45 p.m. I don't know if I necessarily want to show that to him just yet. Not to say that he hasn't seen it. He got Twitter and all that stuff. He might see it. But I don't... I mean, more likely yeah, he's going to see He's going to see yeah. it sooner or later. But I'm kind of like... So what were they? What were they chasing these 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 young cats for? Oh, I mean, well, they thought that the vehicle was stolen. But that's the reason the, they the vehicle mm. was not stolen. But they also didn't put any sirens on. They didn't put any sirens on. They did not. They were yelling at the vehicle. Stop! It's the police. Stop! Stop the vehicle. They were yelling outside of the car. Uh, with no sirens on and as the young man he turns into a driveway he's backing out of the driveway and that's when the cop the cop stops in the middle of the street that doesn't mean you're stopped for me <laughs> unless yeah. your siren is on and then you're talking about 16 year olds who are new drivers I don't care if they've been driving all their life if you're 16 you're newly licensed that's a whole different 16 year olds are not professional drivers they're not seasoned. They don't know how. I mean, everybody that rides with a 16-year-old has fake brakes. Like, it just you're just going to be in, in the car with fake brakes, period. Unless you're 16, too. You know? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're pumping your fake brakes yeah. in there with them. They're not. They don't even have that same level of, of awareness. This is in a residential area. Um, yeah, it, it was... It, and I can only imagine the pain that that family is going through because I don't know, you know, again, just freshly teaching and coming out of teaching somebody how to drive. Um, I can only imagine what was probably going through his head, you know, because they be thinking about two or three different things. Oh, let me straighten the car up. Oh, let me do this. You know, <laughs> they're not. Mm-hmm. they're not thinking the way th- there was no encounter. There was no encounter with him and the police officers. They, they jumped out One he jumped out, started yelling and literally stepped to the left and start unloading in that vehicle. And what's also more disturbing is that the windows were tinted. So that means you don't know who's in the, even if you saw who was in the front seat, you don't know who's in the back. They could have very well had a younger sibling, a baby, a mom. Anybody could have been in the backseat of that vehicle. Regardless of who was in the back, the punishment doesn't fit the crime anyway. The punishment doesn't fit the accused crime either. Like they don't. The punishment doesn't fit the accused crime. They don't know for sure if anything was really going down, and that's usually. I don't know. That seems to be like more often than not the thing. Well, we thought it was this, and then, but then we got it wrong. But we shot. And so somebody's dead because we got it wrong. It looks like target practice yeah, in the home of Stormfront. That's what it looks like to me. And I really do like target practice. That, that, you know, they keep trying to say, oh, you don't see the um, 
white power you you know you see these there's they're saying that you know these cops are flashing the white power symbols and all that stuff and it's like then people are like well you don't know if that's what that was and it's like well actually actually <laughs> like Ugh. Yeah, kind of do. It's real weird. Yeah. It's real kinda weird. Kind of do know what it was. And we kind of, at this point, know what a lot of this looks like. Um, yeah. And at a certain point, you got to quit trying to make people not believe in the very thing they just saw. That's it. I mean, that's where I'm at. I mean, you're going to believe what you believe. Uh, I know, you know, but. Any black man or black woman in their in their thirties and forties, they've had their fair share of uh, being uh, you know ruled out due to their race or being mistreated due to their, their race. Uh, it's, it's not something that we can check out or that we can escape. And we're at a we're in a state now that yeah, I mean it's just time to speak up and and. and get into the into the legislature and, and, and change some of these things, man. Uh, we can't be silent about it anymore. So I'm kind of glad that uh, Nikki brought that to our attention because no, I, did, I, I didn't hear anything about that today. Um, and I didn't see that until, you know, just now. I mean, this, yeah, is, no, this I, is bad, man. Yeah, it uh, is. And I, I found out I haven't really been watching the news actually heavily at all since the election. Uh, pro- partially because of work and family um partially just because you know i think i things have been so intense with me i haven't taken the time out to do it you know i don't have um i've been just extremely busy and have not just taken that extra time but um and then you know with things being so crazy post election it was just strange self-care i guess you know but um yeah i i found out because in a, a facebook group that i'm in uh, with with wives, a pretty large group. Um, someone came in and was just saying that this is what happened with their nephew. They were like, "My nephew was, you know, murdered by police. My family's really going through a tough time. I, you know, come and they really didn't mention they didn't mention a name or anything. I looked on their profile, went down their page because I was like, murdered by law enforcement. And then um, I saw it, you know, and I was like, wow. And I looked it up, and I'm like, wow, this is a uh, this is huge, you know. Attorney Benjamin Crump is has taken on the case, but um, yeah, I mean, it, it's um, it's very, very unfortunate. Um, I don't unfortunate is not even the right word. It's a tragedy, and um, I mistakenly, mm-hmm. I think you know, and when I saw the video, accidentally opened up the comments. And in oh, you know, I unfortunately I'm a speed reader, right? And I just scan things, and so even as I'm attempting to get out of it, I'm I'm seeing things that were like, Ugh, I just can't, you know, I can't. And so, um, I don't know, I don't know. I know Florida is a hotbed of things that happen there, and we know why. Oh, Florida, Florida off the chain with that, yeah. Yeah, oh, we, well, that's uh, yeah. the headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> the headquarters. There you go. I mean, man, they got their own phone line. You know, I mean, they're organized. And uh, and if you you know you don't believe that they're in our um, uh, in our law enforcement, 
in our hospitals, uh, you know, in our medical uh, buildings and things of that nature. If you don't believe that they're in that in, in, in these facilities and being used in this in this way uh, to carry out uh, their their methods and means against black people, uh, then you're you're just foolish because I mean, man. We discovered it, and now that I see it, it's more clear to me on why and how, you know, they can be so cavalier on yeah. killing us, you know, you know, because they, hey, they can get away with it. Now, uh, not to switch subjects, but me and Adrian were speaking earlier, and he brought up to me that in Georgia, uh, they no, were they purging were votes. They were taking voters and... off the rolls. Um, a woman shared a video. She works there, and, and she was saying, "Hey, when you like black women who voted in the election," um, and a friend of mine shared it to a group. So this woman was saying, "Hey, go check and make sure that you're still registered to vote, because for this runoff." They had been purging, supposedly purging black women from from the rolls, and then um, black women were emailing her. Yeah, I just went in there and checked, and it's, I'm not there. They were messaging her as she's talking about this, like I'm not there, and I just voted in the presidential election. <laughs> wow! And if you think about it, oh man. Um, I try not to deal too much in conspiracy theory because I don't want to be like the Trump supporters. I don't want to be like some QAnon nut. But if you um, see what they were trying to do, how the, the various and sundry ways they were trying to um, disenfranchise black voters to get it, how they were doing it, going to all the areas where there were more black voters than, than white voters and trying to have those votes removed, especially Wayne County in Michigan. You know, they were trying to have all those votes removed mm -hmm. um, or not counted. Um, and in um, in in uh, yep. Georgia, it was Gwinnett, I, I believe, where Atlanta is and, and, and the black areas there. They were trying to say, that, oh, these votes could, shouldn't count because of this. And I was I was saying that I really. Um, I don't necessarily consider myself a conspiracy theorists but i don't think there's much conspiracy to the fact that i think this was like all planned from the from jump like they they had kind of observed what their voters do they had studied that that republican voters are they're going to vote traditionally they're going to do it the old-fashioned way it's always been kind of the way they vote and then uh -huh. they were and then with the the um you know democratic voters they were more likely to mail in their ballots or to vote extremely early. And so I think it was their plan all along to, to, to uh, go to court. And we, we thought it was just to disenfranchise voters at that point, but with their real, they figured they weren't going to get that. So what their plan was, was to go to court and make sure that the early votes could not be counted until it was the day of the election or the day after the election. Um, wow. And, and and which they did, you know, they went to court, they won a bunch of those cases um, and made yep. it so that they could, except for Florida, that's already had kind of like it's early, you know, because they have uh, disasters and things like that. Plus, everybody, they, they weren't worried about Florida. 
Um, but like to go no. to court to to fight to make sure that those those uh votes weren't opened until the day, you know what I mean? Those votes weren't counted until the day to make it look like because they knew what was gonna happen. They know their they know Trump supporters on the whole, I don't care what people say about oh, but that's not all Trump supporters. It's it's a lot of them. It's enough of them to make it. A whole bunch of them bad boys. So they they knew they knew those jokers. <laughs> they knew those jokers were not. They don't read. They barely understand how democracy works, if they do at all. They're not well. In, they're not educated. They're not informed. So they they're knew not. that they don't know how this process works. So, and they're not gonna read or take anybody else's word for it because I read something today that seventy nine percent of his supporters still believe that the election was rigged. So that I think some of them are next door complaining about not mm -hmm. being able to walk at the track at the school right now. It's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they want well, go ahead. They want to make neither here nor there. <laughs> oh no, but it, it it's real because we all live near some around some. <laughs> Fortunately, I mean, I live in an area where most of the oh, I'm in. They shouldn't have to pay taxes since they don't have kids in school, and they're mad because they can't walk and run on the new track at the new high school. Now that school's back in session. Yeah, because they feel the school ought to belong to the community. Yeah, and that's I not mean the students. Even though we have a park down the street, yeah, you got a park. They they're basically yeah. they're just complaining about. They're just trying to find things to complain about. But they're calling the principal actually for it, and that's dumb because you're wasting the principal's time. He's exactly. got a lot on. He's got a lot on his plate. Exactly, he can't. He he is stop. not facility. Wow. Yeah, he's not being, district facilities. So not being a hoe and just go walk at the park. Yeah. And, basically, and, stop being a hoe. Like yeah, I think I'm gonna make a t-shirt. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Adrian. Uh, I had something in my ear. You said what? Make this T-shirt. Stop being a hoe. Um, stop being a hoe shirt. Nineteen ninety nine at a retailer near you. And I mean, I mean, but that was their plan all along. They weren't. They didn't. You know, they were going to try to. They were going. They knew they couldn't stop the early voting, and they knew they couldn't stop the mail-in voting because it made sense because we're in a pandemic. But their real goal was just to. Oh, mm -hmm. they're going to hype. Their their real goal is just to always use their mouth. Really, like if you really think about it, they they don't really, yeah. They're that really is the plan. Like I think we we gave people we gave Trump especially a lot of credit, and I think we you know he's not dumb. He knew I just need to use my mouth. I don't need to use anything else. So he that they're, they're they're it's not so nefarious that we couldn't really see it if we want to see it and not believe that there was some even more evil genius at work. They're doing a lot, but really the goal was to use just their mouths because they knew that their people we're gonna we're gonna let this thing take its natural course, the course it's taken since the beginning of time, you know. And then but since we know mm -hmm. that basically our base is a you know, somewhere between, you know, inbred and seventh grade education, that what we're gonna do is we'll just start saying that it's rigged for these reasons and they're going to believe us. And that's the end. That's, that's the end game. That was like, we know because now you got all these fools. Well, how did all these votes magically start pouring in? No, no, they didn't magically. They were sitting there waiting to be counted. And then your people went to court to make sure they couldn't be counted any earlier. So there was going to be this backlog of those votes. So it's going to, and, and, 
not just Bernie Sanders, other pundits predicted the same thing. It's going to look like Trump is winning. And it's going to it's going to look like and it's going to they called it the red mirage. It's going to look like Trump is winning in all these key states. And then this record number of early voters is going to start getting counted that day. And it's going to then all of a sudden those votes are going to start building up and building up. And he's going to and Joe Biden is going to pass Trump up. And if you don't know this, if you haven't paid attention to any of that, then which is what the Republicans were counting on, that their people, that base that Trump has created, that they're trying to hold on to, no matter how deplorable, uh, you know, I didn't like the Hillary Clinton called them deplorable at first, but but they've proven themselves to be so. When you see people running people yeah. off the road and marching and talking about the Jews were not replaced, yeah. they're, they're deplorable. They're terrible people. Oh yeah. So, and don't I don't want to hear anybody saying about politics yeah, because if you're okay with they that are. level of racism and that level of behavior. You're you're deplorable too. Like it's we're I'm not mincing words. You're not a good person either. You yeah. you are willing to to let evil, not just like somebody, not just policy, not just I don't agree with this thing because fiscally I'm more conservative or fiscally I'm more liberal or socially I'm more liberal or conservative. It's, it's none of that. This is what these people believe in. What they want is evil. The people Trump is courting are evil. The policies he's instituting are evil. So, so if you're okay with it at this point, you're evil. You're not a good person and you can't be, no one can allow you to think differently about yourself. You have to face that about yourself. You have to own it. And so so to me, they uh-huh. knew that the the unread masses would glom onto that, and that would be what they accepted. And I think that was the plan. We we were reading, oh, they, then they're going to do this and come in. No, they're just going to talk, and they're going to try to incite violence, and they're going to try to just cause enough of an uproar. And maybe, maybe the other part of the plan was then we sneak in the back door while all this is going on, and we get a couple people on our side because in Michigan, you know, there's some people that weren't willing to certify the votes for a second. And the one Republican dude was like, y'all are disgusting. Like, this is democracy. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a Republican and I want my way. But at the same time, that's not how, not how any of this yep. works, you know. So, you know, I mean, I think they were just ready. That's to, right. We, we kept right. reading all this other stuff into it, but they were really just going to use their mouths. And that's how they were going to get everything. And then because um, they know their people believe stupid stuff and accept stupidity. It makes me wonder uh, Trump's hesitancy, as I should call, uh, you know, as I as I call it, because I can't explain anything else on how he handled the COVID situation, this this COVID pandemic that we're in. It makes me wonder: Did he have this plan all along to go ahead and use COVID as a shield, so that many people won't turn out to the booth? Okay, mm-hmm. and when he kind of, I kind of think, and it's just me, when he found out that it was, it was, it was uh, affecting minorities, particularly black folks, it was hitting us heavier because of our diets, you know, and health. Uh, it's kind of like he took his foot off the gas, especially at that point. It was like, eh, you know, I'm not getting their votes much anyway. So, you know, when he when he kind of found that out. It's like he took his foot off the gas, man. He stopped having those uh, those uh, press conferences in the evenings. And, I mean, he, he just stopped, you know. And uh, I noticed that. I, I noticed that, and I just kind of wrote that in the back of my mind. I just sketched it there, and I, you know. But, uh, Adrian, they're not only doing what you stated as far as um, 
you know, like you say, uh, just talking and wanting to stir up uh, chaos. Man, these these people in Georgia right now are trying to pass uh, a law where you can't register to vote unless you have a vehicle. It'll get worse and worse. Like you just you are literally the the group that TikTok says the most about liberty and freedom and the Constitution. (laughs) Uh, and, and I mean, even like for some reason, I've really started using Twitter more. And, and then, Adrian, if that happens, yeah, that's, that's another Jim Jim Crow. Like Jim Crow. That's Jim Crow. Jim Crow. But you know what? But you know what? But they don't realize. Now, hopefully, that doesn't do pass. Like that. For one thing, that's gonna something like that will cut into Trump's base as well. Because what they didn't realize when they tried to. Uh, shut down the early voting, a lot of Trump's people were telling him, hey, don't go after early vote. Don't go after these people who are going to mail in their ballots because actually a lot of your people are old and that's how they vote normally. So Trump, one of the mistakes he made, because they told him don't do it, and then, of course, he went in front of the nation and then started bashing it. And a lot of people said don't do it. And so that was one of the things they said actually hurt him. He shot himself in the foot trying to disenfranchise early voters and people who would who would vote that way um because that's how it turns out that's how a lot of his senior vote members the senior members of his constituency voted so he's his own worst enemy but he also knows how to manipulate stupid people and that that's like that he does that he does yes he speaks their language um and, and so he he knows how to he speaks their language he really does that's their language no sorry. yeah he really yeah, does he though whatever he 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 speaks hell stupid though yeah he speaks he speaks racist he's fluent in racist um so <laughs> so he's got them and, and they you know he knows how to reach them and that's oh, man. but the, the thing is they know they're uh they know though that they, they can't let go of that base now. So uh they're they're um they they're they're gonna keep targeting that group. And it's like a lot of people say, I yeah. think you do have to watch out for this next person they put in in front won't be as obnoxious as Trump. He he'll be as bad um mm-hmm. as far as policy and mentality, he or she. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think they'll put a she out because I think mm-hmm. the same people that mm-hmm. are racist also think every woman should know her place. So mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's that's like the thing that they're like they, they're not going to it's not going to be a she yet because they just couldn't do it because Democrats couldn't even do that. When when there was a she out there that one of the reasons Hillary Clinton did not get the get the election was because she was a woman. And so there, there are just as many supposed liberals or progressives that had a hard time with the idea of a woman present president as there were male. And so she couldn't, you, you know, so if, if, if the progress, so-called progressives true. and liberals, yeah. which we could talk a lot about that too, um, couldn't do it. Then, you know, like this group of, of, of hillbillies that Trump has really courted hard and got going for him. No way. No way they're gonna, you know, no way they're gonna vote a woman in. And so so it's not gonna be a she, but this next person, which they're talking about Tucker Carlson, they they put out some horrible names, like, oh man, this, this it, if we thought Trump was racist, 
um, a smooth talking racist, you know, the next person <laughs> they put out probably will be the Antichrist. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it'll be <laughs> like. Uh, it will be though. You're right. Yeah, yeah, because it it, it will be the most racist <laughs> version of what they they have to embrace that now. It almost it's what they're banking on to keep them in power. So so well, as I bad as we feel now, is the number of Republicans that are like openly turning against him, whether it's honest or not, um, it's still happening, and we've never seen in our lifetime where people party hop. They don't cross parties. They don't. They don't delineate from the party, and um, and so that slight thing, uh-huh. is, I don't trust it. Although it does give me hope, but I don't trust it. <laughs> but I, I do think that that's one slight uh, thing that can that actually is pretty pretty good. That people are there are a lot of people that are like disconnecting. Uh, you know, in that sense, and saying, okay, that's y'all, that ain't me. But you know what bothered me about that is the number of dudes that aren't as well. Like, yeah, you're right. You got, so, so we talked about Parlor, and Ted Cruz is on Parlor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are a lot of these fools. <laughs> we have the worst of everything in mm-hmm. Texas. I mean, when you really we think really about really it, do, we have, yeah, but I mean, but yeah, we, we I don't, don't claim, I don't claim he's Cruz, here. Man. That's the that, problem. That dude's he's a snake. Like that if you think about it, we got the worst crook. pastors. We got we got Kenneth Copeland. We got Jack Graham, <laughs> and we got Robert Jeffers. Yeah, we, we, we got <laughs> all those dudes are here. Like we have, <laughs> and even worse, all North <laughs> Texas where I am. Like Kenneth Copeland, Robert Jeffers, <laughs> and yeah, Kenneth Copeland, Robert. Jeffers, I'm gonna blow Graham COVID over you. Are all here. Like you know, <laughs> the wind of God is here. You know, and, and so we got we got Kenneth Copeland here. We got Jack Graham here. We the got wind. Robert Jeffers oh, here, God. and they we have hands on the baldness the other day too. Oh, can't even can't even take hair out the head. Can't even take it no more. I can't I can't take none of them people no more. And then we also oh, have Ted Cruz, and we, the only place that might rival us for terrible people, as far as as government and religion is Florida because they got Paula White. They they Paula White is there. Florida. Skinny and, Marie, skinky do, skinky uh, do. Oh yeah. Lord. <laughs> Lord. God said it is done. God said it Lord, is done. It's done. <laughs> right. Nam Neo ho name ring get go. Look, that was man, so comical we gotta. We as black man. people, we comical I'm telling you, it's some church that was man. laughing. They that was. fell off in their pew. Somebody almost got beat. Oh yeah, they laughed so I hard mean, that night at Bible study. Man, listen, man, you can't, you can't outdo God. You can't mock him. And when you sit out there and put yourself yes, out will. in such a disposition, he will expose you. That is the word, okay? And again, I'm not preaching to anyone, but you cannot sit well, here and think be happening in church, out, period. No. Because, man, I done seen so much stuff in church. It does. But as I'm telling it you, some that's, kids a, that's that a whole other topic. Oh, I'd have got beat. Some kids at church, they <laughs> still out. Be. Yeah, yeah, I, I would have got beat that night. I wouldn't even <laughs> able to hold it in. I was that kid. I was that kid all the time. 
Like, uh-uh. Uh, no, I was the kid. This is how you got out of the beatdowns, Adrian. Okay, trust me. PK here. Take some, take some notes. This is how you got out of that. Oh, Mama, I gotta go use the restroom. I think one time I might have peed forty times at the annual conference, at the AME annual conference. I probably, you know, I'm to my mother, she probably church, thought something was I'm wrong with my bladder. Because I think I peed about forty times. When my brother is there, it's over. I don't care if it's a funeral, whatever. That fool's gonna make me laugh regardless. Regardless. Well, you One do. time at my at my um at my uh, father's funeral, my biological yeah. father's funeral, the man that read that they had to read the obituary couldn't read, and he couldn't read very well, so he was mispronouncing every single name. When I say every name, it it wasn't hard names. He was like Joe. Nathan, <clears throat> uh, Caleb Will. Oh, 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 that's that's Jonathan. That's, that's Jonathan right there. That's, that's what that is. Jonathan Wilder. Oh, I'm brother. sorry. It's a Wilder. The person being buried is a Wilder. Why can't you pronounce Wilder on every <laughs> single name on these 10 siblings on this obituary? By the time he got to that third one, it was over. My brother, we sitting on the front row. My brother started laughing. I couldn't hold it. And we were all laughing. Mm-mm. It was like, man, I can hold it until Nikki. he knows how to get to me. You know, he, he knows how to get me. And I can't hold it in when he when he's there. And um, yeah, my grandmother, <laughs> bless her heart, rest in peace. She also make you laugh in church real hard too. Well, see, that that was the thing. Hard. My mama, my mama used to, I used to know I was gonna be safe because my man. mama would be like. She would say it after you know we'd be home and everybody started laughing about something happening in church and she said I wasn't even gonna look at Adrian I wasn't gonna look over there <laughs> I wasn't gonna look over there because I knew if I looked over there he was gonna be doing something stupid and so I wasn't gonna look at and him. I wasn't gonna be able to say face oh yeah because if it was if it was me my cousins and my friend Cassine may you know rest in peace Cassine Bowman. Like if we were all sitting next to each other, it was over. Like if something funny happened, it was that whole row. It was a done deal. So a done deal. Oh yeah. Man, I'm gonna tell you where I did get my spanking though. <laughs> and y'all ain't gonna believe this, but this actually Uh-oh. happened. This woman got up there to sing his eyes on the sparrow. <laughs> that ain't cool. <laughs> and I was on the drums. <laughs> and I looked up at her, and that was my mistake. Not the caca. And she had was a caca. She had a caca. And I was just thinking, <laughs> well, I, look, when you keep saying I, his eye, and I I'm looking at your eye, I, I couldn't hold it. And I stopped, I stopped riding those symbols. And my mama looked at me, and she just did that little finger, like, you come on. And I'm like, God, dog, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. How you gonna whoop the musician? To this day, the musician got a spanking at church on the back patio, on the back, on the back porch. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. But I, I think that was Satan. He set me up, and you know, 
And I looked up, and this cockeyed lady was singing his eyes on the spare. I'm like, well, your eye. I don't know exactly where your eye. Not quite sure where to place your your eye eye is everywhere. Is the sparrow in here? Is he flying? Your eye is everywhere, man. But mama, boy, what's wrong with you? I mean, you know, and she wanted to laugh. She wanted to laugh, but she, you know, she tried to play hard. My mama was gangster at church. How adorable. Oh, man, she just mad because she's 5'2". How adorable. You know, look, I got something I need to get off my chest, and then I'm going to pass it off to my colleagues, and then we're going to bid y'all adieu. Um, But, man, I got to say this, you know, um, this has been on my mind for about three weeks and this is where I'm at with it to all my conservative Republican friends don't get me wrong I have some conservative views as well but when it comes to oppressing uh, people of color and and minorities and and just for the sake of humanity uh, when we when we overlook these things it just it just cuts ties with me I can't be around people that look at people that way or treat people in that manner and it's not you know again I don't care if you feel um, you know like I'm being disrespectful to you but honestly as nice as I can say it um, you can't come back to me the same way you left I'm noticing a lot of colleagues former associates that I hadn't heard from or chatted with in almost two to three months mm-hmm. are now starting to warm up to me again on social media and all this kind of stuff and you know and try to befriend my family through through you know means out there uh uh-uh. no no because honestly if you voted for Trump you didn't care that he has racial backgrounds racial basis that he plays to race uh, race uh, racist bases there uh, and uh, that he's a bigot uh, and it, he's just a straight comment and a liar and you fell for it. Not only did you fall for it, you doubled down on his on his lies and his hatred. Okay. I mean, the man can never say that black people matter. I mean, that wouldn't have hurt him a bit, but he can damn sure get and up and boys. back uh, a two-time murderer, Kyle Rittenhouse. And, and yeah, and the Proud Boys, he he can back that up and basically, you know, stem, uh, uh, get people riled up into patriotism. This is patriotism. That is not patriotism. And I'm all about police and, and, and law, but when you're killing unarmed men and women, boys and girls, when you're killing them unlawfully, that's just, that's too much. You're not to judge jury and, and jury here. You're not, you're not. There is a process in our um, justice system, or it should be, okay? Um, so, I, again, you can't come to me the same way you left. And, I, and I'm sorry I'm ranting at this point, but it's yeah. like, this is where I'm at. Uh, things will never be the same. I'm right there with you, <laughs> you know? I'm with you, Bishop. If we never talk I'm, again, I'm that's you. fine. They you know, if I see you, I'll wait. That are dangerous to me that I can't, you know, if you, um, yeah. to be able to, um, make politics about whatever you make it about the money or you know whatever and aside from the uh the uh, the racial and the race and bias um 
be that type of privilege is unsafe to have in my circle because I can't I none of us we can't earn our way yes out of uh, we can't earn our way out of uh, bigotry and being victims of bigotry and racism and bias even bill- black billionaires are experiencing it on their level so you know we can't earn our way out and if if you if your world uh-huh. is that cocooned that you can afford to ignore that that's dangerous to me because that means if you because that means you could bring some things into my world that could harm me and you won't even uh-huh. know it and so i gotta save myself yes. from you and save you from yourself for bringing that to me and so yeah yeah that relationship is different it's redefined and i'm sorry and and you know what else you're not entitled to access to me either that that that's another thing it's it's really okay for us to it's okay for us to expose the things about ourselves that are different and us to all make decisions about whether those things qualify to have access to us it's just really that it's really that simple. It's really that and simple. I, won't, I don't think anybody would, would disagree with, with any of that. Like with there are people that I don't have to and I'm I'm I hate that relationships have changed, but we're we're grown. Um we're in a different time when I have a, my family comes first and my real friends come first. Yeah. Like there are people who the people in my life right now, uh I can't think of too many who could like I've lost people, but none of them have been like losses that I could I couldn't live without. Yeah. Like I mean, it's just that's that's the way I feel. Like some of the people were people who like, oh, that people from high school reached out, became Facebook friends, then dropped me after I made a comment about these these liberty minded people who all of a sudden want to suppress everybody. Um uh they so so now all of a sudden, oh, I was ignorant for saying that. Okay, I'll be ignorant to you because you're trash. If you can, if 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 uh, you feel like anything that that is harmful to me is okay, as long as you're you feel like you're winning some little, and what these a lot of these fools don't know, like if you're just a, a regular old wage slave like the rest of us, <laughs> then then basically those Trump tax cuts that that pittance that he tossed you so he could really hook up corporations and millionaires. Like that's gonna run out, and in the end, we're all gonna be paying more in taxes. Right. Yeah. And the millionaires and billionaires and corporations, their stuff's gonna stay yeah. the same because those are permanent. Those are made to be permanent. Um. Yeah. Like so. Like yeah. if we're if we're really you you know if we're really quibbling over certain things here, you know, you just gotta kind of, you know, if you if if that's that's what you are. If that's what you were banking on, like, oh, well, the, these Trump tax cuts, how can you pass that up? Well, first of all, money isn't everything because if I'm if I have money, but I always got the KKK trying to chase me home, I don't need that. And then so. But secondly, that that thing uh-huh. that you that, that is your main talking point, which another let's OK, I'll I beat that one to death. It, it's dumb. But so here's the other thing that, that just if if we all get our rant out at the end before we all go to bed. Mm-hmm. Here's mine. So what level of stupidity do people not understand that just because like have you I'm sure you've all seen it where where somebody'll be like you'll be like well he lost the election 
Trump got 73 million. Well, Joe Biden got 80. What about simple ass math? Like I'm horrible at math, but I understand that 83 million, 80, 80 million votes is more than 73 million votes. So I don't care how many hillbilly, yokel, backwoods, Alabama, you know, you, you know, jug and spoons playing assholes voted for this dude. <laughs> if less of them voted for Trump than people who voted for Biden, y'all still lose. I don't know who told these these fools that 73 million was the magic number. Yeah, yeah. That needed to be reached for him to be president. It's like, no, more people have to vote for him than voted for Biden. So this really should be a moot point. And and at what point do you why do I have to keep hearing that 73 million Americans? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, no, no, it's not the way it works. 73 million Americans voted for Trump and 80 million voted for Biden or 79 million voted for Biden. The 79 million has some change, but either way, more. You know, there'll be a little greater than sign yeah. next to Biden's number than there would be to Trump's number. So I've seen this a lot. And so it's just, I think it's the stupidization of America that really bothers me. <laughs> just just like how much stupider like everything is the dumbest argument you've ever heard for something it's just like it it, it, just once i like one of them to like stump me to the point like oh you've got a point no and then they they like i've had to yeah i've not gotten to that stump yet it's like the every time i try to get some intellectual flex in it's too easy yeah it's like uh, it exhausts me it's like you're not even working me it's like you just you can't even give me no better argument than that. It's like, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if yeah. I was telling, you know, I don't know. Just finish, finish what she's saying. No, 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 it's, it's, you're I, right. right like, it is. It's the it's the thing. And it's like the, so so we've all played sport at some time. And, 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 and my, my thing that used to always eat me up and the person who could get to me on the court the most that, that just would piss me off was the dude who talked trash like he was good, but he was trash. <laughs> and he might have even had a couple of homeboys who would gas him up, but it was like the whole time, like you're busting his ass, but he's still talking like he's doing something to you. And it's like, no, but I'm yeah. killing you. And, no, 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 Bishop, not this time. So why are you talking uh, about me, Adrian? Like, why are you why are you talking about I'm, me I'm like that? I'm not talking about you like like that. At least in this moment. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> but it's like they'd be talking trash. You like, but you're right sorry. <laughs> and and it's like. Me. So that's kind of like what the Trump supporter looks like. I've had people say, you're out of your depth, buddy. And then, But then what they say next is like, that's not even a retort. That's basically, you're watching Fox News and they're tell, it's like they're telling you what to say right this moment and it's not even factual. And I can, I can destroy your whole argument in, in like a couple of sentences and, and, and then you just come back with, with something like, fake news, ha, gotcha. You know, you not a gotcha. You 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 remember you oh. you you, oh you mean God. like the uh, U.S. Secretary of Press uh, this oh. week where she just, said just uh, tough, that transition man. never That's happened. Oh my goodness! Oh, it's only you, know you know what you know what's sad when Richard Marks from the eighties tweets about you. <laughs> When Richard Marks comes Richard out, Marks and, out and, there and owns you on the internet, anyway, <laughs> you really are. You suck, man. He, he oh, goes, yeah. 
I mean, him and Rex Chapman was like receipts, and they played back where where Trump thanked Obama at his inauguration for a peaceful transition. Things that bother me. Thank you. I know I talk about race, religion, relationships, and things like that a lot. I've always talked about it. I think from an academic perspective. Uh, in the sense of wanting to break things down for people, especially within the workplace. But I think what was so eye-opening about the last really five years is that I actually did not know. I knew it was real, and I knew there was an element. And I I thought, I guess if I had to gauge, I thought it was a good 25 30% of Americans that were, like, staunch like that. I thought, you know that especially post George Floyd, it was like, okay, there's only a lot of, <laughs> most people are racist and they have the bias, but they're not staunch. They just don't know. They're not supremacist. Mm-hmm. What this showed me was that I, 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 that, and nothing, nothing has changed. Even from the time of our parents, practically nothing has changed. Practically, <clears throat> if you want to think about core values, what that election showed is that nothing has changed from a core value perspective, really, almost since Jim Crow. Yeah. The the you know, just from a core values perspective. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and that, that's I have, the part I have nothing that was to add or take away from that. Well, wait a minute, because that is on point. I knew that some things weren't the same, um, but I still thought we got it way better than our parents and grandparents and all of that stuff. But now this this is almost the same as our parents. Same mentality, this is, definitely. This is almost what it may not be what our grandparents dealt with and, and went through, but this is almost practical no change from our parents. Yeah. And it's so deflating to me when I think like that. Well, when I when I see it that way, when I embrace it. You know, but this this country will not heal until it embraces not only its rich history, but also its poor history, its dark history. Until we can admit some of these truths um, or all these truths that you you came over here, you stole his land, you killed Indians, gave them crumbs as reservations. And even in the last four four years, <laughs> y'all went and sat there and desecrated their, you know, their lands with a with an oil pipeline. Thank you for listening to the latest edition of the Strange Fruit Podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or criticism, please be sure to check out our Facebook page and sound off. See you next week.